home where families connect and memories are made. Find your new home with PenFed, a mortgage partner who brings confidence and value to your home buying experience. They offer low rates and no lender fees and can even help you find a real estate agent through their trusted partners. Let PenFed bring you home. Visit PenFed.org slash home or call 1-800-970-7766. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA, equal housing lender. The technology that lights up is uh, stealing some attention away in that uh, main hall. It's the strippers. They stole the power. <laughs> oh, those strippers. Steve should have given more money. I wonder if he broke it. Like if there was uh, that scene in Airplane where the guy pulls the one plug and all the lights in the airport go out. There's mm-hmm. one guy with one plug and he pulled it. And he didn't even mean to. He like tripped over it or something. Right. He yeah. was... You know, looking at his phone. <laughs> he had his Google Glass on or something like that. Do you pay the robo strippers in Bitcoin or regular money? There's a, there's a slot that accepts, like, no. a, like a snack machine. Nope. And I mean it not like what, what you just on? think I mean. What else is not what going I said. on? Time for said this what's way. happening. It's this way. Or you just, uh, you, just, you just take your ATM card and you just go whip, right in the back. Just zip. Maybe it's a chip reader. I don't know. So these are the other stories that are trending. These are the ones that are being shared most across social media, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, the highest, uh, most read stories locally. One of those stories is, of course, President Trump being kind of slapped on the forehead by a judge. He wanted to end uh, DACA. We're going to get into all of that coming up in Swamp Watch, but locally, yeah, Blaze Bernstein is trending. Um, the ending no one no one wanted to have for this story. Missing teenager, 19-year-old college student, uh, a body has been found. We mentioned on Monday how friends of his and friends of his family had put together a call for drone pilots to go out and try to search through Borrego Park for any sign of Blaze. What we know is that last Tuesday, about 9.30 at night, he sent a text message to a buddy from high school to pick him up from his house and take him to a park, take him to Borrego Park, to meet with a third person. don't know who that is. They arrive at the park about 10.30 at night, and they say Blaze Bernstein went off alone into the park. His friend began sending text messages to him, he says, when he didn't return, but he didn't hear back. The friend left, but returned to the park around 4 a.m. to look for him. This is all very suspicious. Yeah, the, the Blaze's phone stopped functioning, was turned off at about 11.30. They had been combing through the Whiting Ranch Wilderness Park area for days. They did find uh, yesterday afternoon at about 2 o'clock a body that they now have identified, and today is when they expect to do the autopsy and figure out what caused his death. Going but- to a park at night is odd. The friend leaving is odd. The friend then returning at 4 a.m., odd. A lot of it, odd. All right, the Army is trending right now because of a bad story as well, that fat recruits are more common now for the Army. The physical requirements to become an Army soldier are not that rigid. But even now, we are seeing specifically 11 states, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, among the highest rates of recruits who become injured during basic training. Also, 
that these general states, these southern states, are generally in poorer physical condition, the recruits they're from, than those from other parts of the country, according to the Citadel, the military college there in Charleston. Mark Wahlberg, Michelle Williams in the news. Uh Uh-oh. We've got the first big story of income inequality between men and women, I guess you could say. Disparity, I guess is a better word. Mark Wahlberg, it's reported, was paid $1.5 million for reshooting his scenes and all the money in, in the world. This is that Getty kidnapping drama. Remember, it had to be reshot because Kevin Spacey was thrown out to the garbage after he uh, all those stories came out about him. So Mark Wahlberg was paid $1.5 million for reshooting his scenes, but Michelle Williams paid less than $1,000. Now, I don't know how much screen time each got. You know, if Mark Wahlberg was in the majority majority of it and she wasn't, that would make sense. Listen, when you remember, the reason they had to reshoot was for the Kevin Spacey stuff. They brought Christopher Plummer in to play the Kevin Spacey role. And any actor, actress that he was in those scenes with had to come in and do the reshoots. In December, Ridley Scott said... Uh, the whole reshoot was, in normal terms, was expensive, but not as expensive as you think because all of them, everyone did it for nothing. Uh, Obviously, Christopher Plummer, not having been cast in the original role, he got paid, but he was saying that Michelle didn't get paid. Me, Ridley Scott, no, I wouldn't do that. Now, obviously, Mark Wahlberg negotiated this thing, so he got paid a million and a half dollars, and Michelle Williams supposedly got the thousand bucks the 80 bucks per per diem that she was supposed to get for the union it just looks like the people representing mark Wahlberg did better with the negotiations and the people representing uh michelle williams they're both the same agency right but they could be different people you know they could be different lawyers negotiating on behalf of each one uh diet coke is in the news diet coke is changing (gasps) said that with like wistful sorrow. Well, because I don't think a lot of people he- like to hear those words. Diet Coke is changing. It made me angry when I heard it. Exactly. Earlier. That's why I took a softer tone. Well, now Diet Coke are they going to st- are they going to still have just Diet Coke, Diet Coke? Because they announced that they're going to change the design and roll out this new marketing campaign, which includes new flavors, including feisty cherry and twisted mango. And zesty blood orange and ginger lime. Don't worry, Blake. The classic Diet Coke will remain unchanged. Good. I would try those flavors. I would try them. But I'm not not enthusiastic or uh, necessarily excited about the possibility that those become my favorite. I'm not saying I wouldn't try them. However, every time I go to AMC and they have all those little flavors I could add to my Diet Coke, I've never once done it. So I'm... the thing that I don't like the most is that they are now, it looks like, going to be in those taller, skinnier cans. You can't be a man and drink those. That's your well, there, I bet they're like Red Bull cans. I'm sure you'll be fine. Mm, they look taller. Uh, they look like those all, uh, female energy drink ones. <laughs> you know, the pink cans? <laughs> female energy drinks. Uh, can we talk about the Harvey? I came up with like four really inappropriate names for female energy drinks. Do it. The uter engine. What That's else? One of them. What else you the got? The others I can't do. <laughs> oh boy! Well, this is a great segue into whatever Shannon's going to mention next. Harvey Weinstein attacked at a Scottsdale restaurant. You have to see the video. Some guy uh, slaps him, backhands him like like a puppy slap, like pack pack, pow pow. Like right Just in the a, cheek. And that's even, I think it's even worse than like an open-handed wha-pow against yeah. the guy's mayonnaise face. Yeah. Because 
it's it's so condescending. Yeah. It's like taking his little white glove off and smacking him on both cheeks or something yes. like that. And then Harvey kind of stumbles a little bit after that. Well, Harvey looks like he's gotten into his cups. Yeah. I think his sobriety coach isn't doing a very good uh, job, it looks like. Here, by the way, is the sound don't, of don't, 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 don't do that, man. Don't do that. The guy says you're a piece of ass. You're a piece of ass. And what would you do about it? And Weinstein's with a, a guy who looks <laughs> equally creepy, who, who is clearly love, the Weinstein enabler. I love that you, your point was that he's the guy who sits across the table from Harvey Weinstein and says things like, I mean, everybody takes out their junk at work, right? I mean, come on. That was Oscar's call, and it was right on. <laughs> the video, by the way, is on our website, KFIAM640.com. All right. True Crime Wednesday when we come back about a doctor who is accused of killing the wife who was about to tell everyone about this guy's opioid ring. Gary and Shannon, KFIAM640. <laughs> what i found you think that's a full thousand dollars right there you bet your bottom it is let's give it away your shot at one thousand dollars now text the keyword cash to 200 200 you'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info standard data and messaging rates apply that's cash to 200 200 a toffee bottom or something like that i was i was showing restraint I appreciate that. Uh, bottom of this hour, we're going to get into the uh, news conference, uh, the Swamp Watch. We'll get into the news conference the president is having right now with the Norwegian prime minister. Uh, at least uh, one question already about uh, immigration and whatever deal he would work out with Congress, whether or not it would include the wall in capital letters uh, with finger quotes around it, because we're not quite sure exactly what his definition of that is. So we'll do that at the bottom of the hour. Well, it is a true crime Wednesday, and we bring you a story of a prominent doctor in New Jersey, endocrinologist, who prosecutors now say hired a hitman to kill his wife. Why would she do that, you ask? Bless you. Well, that's an excellent question. Bless you. Okay, that's all you get. Thank you. You're done now. Yes, ma'am. She threatened to expose the illegal pres- uh, prescription drug operation that this doctor was running out of his practice. He wasn't running it alone. He was running it with the help of a motorcycle gang. Ah. Dr. James Kaufman, 68 years old, lived in Linwood, small town outside Atlantic City. Has now been arrested and charged with first-degree murder. It's been five years since his wife, a local radio host... April Kaufman was found dead inside their home. The Atlantic County Prosecutor's Office and the FBI teamed up on this along with some other agencies. And they said, Dr. Jim, Dr. James Kaufman, and this other guy, Ferdinand Aguayo, presided over an illegal opioid network that was run out of his office. Oh, wait, here's a twist. With the alliance with the pagan outlaw motorcycle gang. What could possibly go wrong? He's saying that this, that like she was going to pull the plug on it or at least, at least file for divorce. And they did not want, they being the doctor and the guys that are working with him, they didn't want the wife to make off with half of the, I don't know, kingdom, if you will. That'd be compelling radio. I mean, you got to think about it. They say she was a radio host. If my husband was 
a doctor running a drug ring with a motorcycle gang named the Pagan Outlaws. That'd be quite a show. That's quite a scoop, isn't it? I mean, would, would, we, would we dedicate like an hour a week to it? Like- I think we'd promote the hell out of it first. Like we'd decide to go public with it. We then start vague promotions about wait till you hear about this story. It's only been uncovered on the Gary and Shannon show, right? We would really milk it for all it's worth. And then we would probably devote an hour commercial free to breaking it all down and exposing my husband. Okay, I would be concerned for your well-being at that point. Well, you wouldn't think he was going to kill me. Oh, yeah, I would. I don't know that's what she did, but that's what we would do. He also, at the time of, of her death, or soon after her death, filed a lawsuit against the life insurance company to get the payout. Because he was saying, listen, she's dead. We had the policy. I cut the check to me. And the life insurance company said, well, we're not going to cut you a check because we think you might have had something to do with the murder. So that doesn't, you don't get a payout in those cases. Read the fine print, mister. Prosecutors say that this operation involved Dr. Jim giving free pain medication prescriptions to people sent by Aguayo, who would then get about $1,000 per prescription and a number of pills once they had been filled. By the way, this is not, this doesn't look good if you're maintaining your innocence in terms of I'm not running an opioid ring out of my office and I didn't kill my wife. This is not good. When the officials found him at his office in Egg Harbor Township, sounds like a lovely place, while executing a search warrant, he brandished a 9mm handgun in front of officers, surrendering only after a standoff involving a hostage negotiator. That's not good. That does not look good when you're trying to defend yourself against these charges. Uh, He's going to go down for a long time. Wait. But to clarify, your husband's not running an opioid ring. With no. the help well, of he's a not a doctor. Not with the help so of a motorcycle. that's the first problem. <laughs> right. And I don't know if we've ever had any pagan outlaws to the house. It's time to check that guest list, isn't it? All right. Coming up next, Swamp Watch. You know, this is funny. I saw this uh, this morning. There's a uh, gym uh, chain, a chain of gyms called Lifetime. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, gyms in 27 states. They've stopped showing cable news uh you know uh 24-hour news uh, msnbc fox news cnn like on their they've, treadmills and yeah they banned them because they were getting so many complaints from people saying it was stressing them out while they were working out and they didn't want to see that crap I anymore totally agree i think it's perfectly smart well we come back we'll get into swamp watch uh the president is taking questions right now along with the norwegian prime minister that we have daryl isa saying he's going to retire also what happens with steve bannon Does Steve Bannon know what's been going on with Steve Bannon? That's a meaty swamp watch coming up next. Excellent. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Swamp watch. Gary Shannon, Swamp Watch, every day at 1230, we get to dive into what's going on in Washington, D.C. It seemed like the president's wall fixation took a back seat for a bit of his presidency, but not anymore. 
He was uh, doing this news conference just now with the Prime Minister of Norway, Erna Solberg. And uh, after the general, I don't know, discussion of issues between the United States and Norway, uh, we talked about or they took questions from the press. Would you be willing to sign an immigration deal that ultimately does not include funding for the border wall or would that be a red no. line for you? No, no. Got to include the wall. We need the wall for security. We need the wall for safety. We need the wall for stopping the drugs from pouring in. I really believe they're going to come up with a solution to the DACA problem, which has been going on for a long time, and maybe beyond that immigration as a whole. But any solution has to include the wall because without the wall, it all doesn't work. Okay, and what I think we've realized or, or come to accept in the last 24, 36 hours is even the president is not exactly certain what he means when he says the wall, because when he was uh, pressed on it yesterday in that very lengthy roundtable discussion with uh, members of Congress, uh, it, he had said, well, I don't you know, it's not 2000 miles of a concrete barrier from 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 the Pacific Ocean to the Gulf of Mexico. He's not a details guy, though. He doesn't go into detail. Well, he keeps and he's it not general, an engineer. He keeps it general enough. I mean, just from a negotiation standpoint, he keeps it general enough so that the position, whatever it ends up being, he can still he Claim can still victory. come away a winner. Yeah, and that's one of those things. Or this appears to be one of those issues where he's been. Uh, it's like every if you imagine every time he says the wall, you imagine that he's doing it with finger quotes. It's a little bit more understandable what he may be thinking about because he's talking about. Uh, I think he, at one point in yesterday's discussion, said seven to 800 miles of wall. And in other places, it's fences. In other places, high-tech barriers, whether it's uh, electronic surveillance along the border, whatever it is. So those are one of those um, those issues. The other question that came out was, would he be willing to sit down with Robert Mueller and uh, interview with the special counsel? Of course, Bob Mueller investigating any possible collusion between the campaign and the Russians into the 2016 election. Trump saying, in his words, it seems unlikely he'll give an interview and then said, I'll see what happens. And then repeated again that there was no collusion. So it seems unlikely. We told you about this last week about how Bob Mueller's people mentioned in mid-December, I think it was, that they wanted to interview the president about this. And the president's attorneys have been in in talks with uh, Mueller's deputies uh, about the parameters of what an interview would entail, uh, if it would be a, a written-type interview, like Reagan did with the Iran-Contra situation. Would it be limited in scope? President Trump has said, yeah, I'll do the interview. It's fine. His lawyers have been like, oh, wait a minute here. Let's let's roll that back. Let's Let's limit this. And then today he was asked about it at this news conference. I can only say this. There was absolutely no collusion. Everybody knows it. Every committee. I've been in office now for 11 months. For 11 months, they've had this phony cloud over this administration, over our government. And it has hurt our government. It does hurt our government. It's a Democrat hoax that was brought up as an excuse for losing an election. Uh, Would be interesting to see if the special counsel fires that shot of we requested a sit-down interview, and the White House denied it, just because of the PR that that would bring. And I don't know if uh, I don't know if special counsel is willing to do that. But I wanted to get into this before we uh, before we go. Daryl Issa will not run for a tenth term in Congress. The second 
California Republican to retire this week. Of course, Ed Royce announced he would not seek re-election. What's going on with two of the two of the uh, powerful Dem- or, or Republicans in this state? What does it say about the future of Republicans or Re- Republican light? I guess you sh- you could call them. Well, the win in California in in a lot of these districts. What are there? Thirteen? I think it's thirteen Republicans representing us in Congress right now. Um, and and now these two, Ed Royce and Daryl Issa, say that they're not going to they're not going to sign up now. Some you might you might look at that and say Hillary Clinton won both of those districts in 2016, even though Ed Royce and Daryl Issa won their seats back. What does that say in terms of Democrats being poised to take over those two districts? It's not necessarily that easy, because even though in both of those districts, I think it's like 40 percent Republican um, Republican enrollment. What's the word? Registered voters are Republican there. You because you have a new Republican coming in, you know, you have somebody who is not tied to the current administration necessarily. You don't have the same uh, political baggage going into it as as Daryl Issa and Ed Royce might. Well, these are two districts that are experiencing severely changing demographics. Both of these districts went for Hillary Clinton. Right. More Latinos, more Asians, and I guess the writing is on the wall there. But it just it makes you wonder about what's going to happen in the midterms. Well, Daryl Issa won. I think in the last uh, last eight campaigns, he won at least fifty eight percent of the vote. So he's been winning well, and and I don't know if easily is the right word, but he's been winning by by a significant margin to give you confidence or give Daryl Issa confidence that if he were to run again, he could win again. But you're right. It raises the question, what goes into their minds, into their thinking? Are they just tired of government? Are they tired of this government? Are they tired of the way politics is handling people? Are they just throwing in the towel because they saw that they have no power there anymore? They'd rather go out on top. I mean, look at how we got screwed in the tax reform. Yeah. In California. When we come back, Steve Bannon. Oh, uh, an Anthony Weiner update as well. Uh, we have a quick little update about our friend and friend of the show. I'm not going to say our friend. I'll just say he was on the show one time. Anthony okay. Weiner. We'll get to that, among other things. Coming up next, Gary and Shannon. You were the rooftop in the top of my mind. Blowing the speakers in the back of my trunk. And Gary you and one o'clock, we are going to go live up to Santa Barbara County, check in with Chris and Carlo about what the latest is with the mudslides. Uh, we're standing at 15 dead right now. A number of people unaccounted for. I believe it was about 2,000. And Dr. Wendy will join us coming up next hour. Yeah, that's uh, our weekly sit down with Dr. Wendy Walsh. We're back into Swamp Watch, though. What's going on in Washington, D.C.? What do you think he just tweeted? Sit back, relax, and enjoy my tweets. Well, the president had a couple of uh, things to say. Number one, uh, about Dianne Feinstein and uh, her release of the interview with the guy from G- Fusion GPS. Uh, this morning, he said the fact that sneaky Dianne Feinstein, that's a new name, sneaky Dianne has uh, on numerous occasions stated that collusion between Trump and Russia has never been found, would release testimony in such an underhanded and possibly illegal way, totally without authorization, is a disgrace. Must have tough primary! There was another one where he said, uh, just shows, he was talking about specifically the information, this Ninth Circuit, 
uh, federal judge that uh, put on hold, or I should say blocked, the administration's decision to end DACA. He said, it just shows everyone how broken and unfair our court system is when the opposing side in a case always runs to the Ninth Circuit and almost always wins before being reversed by higher courts. Well, it didn't completely squash it. Uh, The district judge, William Alsup, all he did was grant a request by California and other plaintiffs to prevent the president from ending DACA while the lawsuits play out in court. That's it. That's it. Um, DACA has protected, they say, about 800,000 people brought to the U.S. illegally as children or came with families who overstayed their visas. In um, September, the attorney general said that all of this was going to be phased out. And the president says uh, no, no wall, no DACA. That's been his stance. What's going to what's going to happen with Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon, as we reported yesterday, is stepping down as chairman of Breitbart News Network because of his public breakup, it seems, with President Trump and the investors, the the, the, uh, Mercer family siding with Trump. A report on the uh, website from Breitbart I told you yesterday said that I'm proud. This is what uh, Steve Bannon says. I'm proud of what the Breitbart team has accomplished in so short a period of time in building out a world-class news platform. These were uh, uh, this was all brought on by his comments, uh, apparently to Michael Wolf, the guy who wrote Fire and Fury about the president. Um, People were calling Steve Bannon disloyal, disgraceful. Donald Trump even tweeted out that he was sloppy, Steve. He was livid, according to people close to the president. Not just because of what Bannon said about his family. Remember saying that uh, that meeting between Donald Jr. and the and the Russians about secret dirt on Hillary Clinton was treasonous. Uh, so Bannon or, or Trump wasn't just upset about Bannon's comments about that, but also about what Bannon said that made it sound like Bannon was taking credit for Trump's election victory. Yeah, and 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 the president did not like that. In fact, uh, tweeted out that. Steve Bannon had nothing to do with the win and nothing to do with the presidency. Well, remember when SNL created the uh, puppet master type character for Bannon over Trump? And then after that happened, because you know the president is in tune with what's going on on SNL. After that happened, he kind of slowly started distancing himself from Steve Bannon, putting him on the opposite side of the room as opposed to his right or left. Almost like that was the moment he realized that that people were making fun of the relationship. He didn't want Bannon to get one ounce of credit for his election victory. And when SNL portrayed Bannon as the mastermind of the whole thing, I think that's when the relationship ended. There's a question about what he does now. Uh, And the Daily Beast says that there are three people close to Steve Bannon who say that he intends to launch a new dark money nonprofit group in the in the coming weeks. Dark money. It seems like an ominous title. It'll be distinct from his prior political endeavors, which included documentary films, political data mining efforts and more niche political and policy outfits. But it would not receive funding from his estranged financial backers, the ones that. Shannon referenced before Robert and Rebecca Mercer, who were connected to the Breitbart uh, Breitbart family, I guess. If you were looking for uh, entertainment in the form of Wiener Huma divorce Whoa. papers, entertainment in the form of Wiener, then you are going to be sad because it looks like Huma Abedin and convicted pervert Anthony Wiener have agreed today to finalize her divorce outside of court, trying to protect their son, six-year-old son Jordan. Good. Very good. Uh, 
Should I play the highlight from uh, from our time with uh, with our friend Anthony Weiner? Because I'm telling you, this thing never gets old. Remember, it doesn't. He, he was so condescending well, when we sat down with him. And- I asked him, "What's next for you? You're going to need attention." And he said this. Well, this is the this is the whole the whole version here. What's next for you? I mean, you've got to get back into something. You're going to miss the. How do I possibly overcome anything bigger than KFI AM six forty with with the Gary and Shannon show? I'm I'm totally. This is it. I've peaked at this point. Now I I do one of those trips where I climb the 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 mountains of seven continents or something, and then and that was it. Very similar. Very similar to being on the show Mm. because that's what Gary Johnson had done. Remember? Yep. you know, he was just pissed off because right before then, uh, I had asked to see his phone and the pictures on it, and, and he and you called took a shot at me, calling me old, and he's like, I just have pictures of my son, and he did have just have pictures of his son. Remember the pictures of his son right next to his uh, crotch? His underpanted package next to him? Yep. All of that. And that, you guarantee, I guarantee that was on his phone oh, when you, you asked him. you bet your butter bottom it was. Surprised he didn't ask for your number afterwards. I, uh... You're probably 20, 20 years too old for him, though. And I'm not saying you're old. I'm saying he likes him too young. That was an excellent save. No, it was really good. I believed it. It well, was believable. I saw your face go wrong. It was believable. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to get into the latest on the mudslides, the rescues uh, that are still ongoing up in the Montecito area on Gary and Shannon. 